everyone, and welcome to, uh, I guess this is episode two of the WandaCast. The WandaCast, but also episode... Four. Yeah, it's episode four. Of the whole podcast? No, it's episode... Oh, of the podcast. Well, it's episode... Okay, so it's episode four of WandaVision, episode two of the WandaCast, Mm -hmm. and episode eight eight. of the... Thousand Tiny Tantrums podcast. Okay, yeah. So th- <laughs> we're this just is... as complicated as WandaVision <laughs> is. <laughs> so, uh, just got finished watching mm-hmm. the fourth episode, which is yeah. the first episode that doesn't take place in the in, sitcom world. In the sitcom world. Uh, I feel like you have some feelings. So I I'm do gonna have let feelings, you go. and I came here to fight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, misdirect. It's it's a misdirect. This whole thing about framing Wanda as the villain. It's we're not even halfway through, and we have you can't see my finger quotes. We have confirmation that she is the villain because she. Ex- when Monica gets booted yeah. out at the end, she said Wanda. It's a Wanda's doing. Yeah, everything. this is, this is misdirect. This is a big misdirect. I don't know. I think she's she's James. Gone what are they evil? Okay. What are they going to do for the, from a logistical entertainment storytelling standpoint? What are they doing for the next five episodes then? She's the villain. What's the point of the next five episodes? Okay, dial it in. Like the next, this, if Wanda is the villain, this wouldn't need another five episodes. Furthermore, half hour episodes are killing it. As oh, I hate the five hour episode thing. Half an hour. Or the like, half hour. It worked, I wish it was five hour it episodes. It worked for the sitcoms. Yeah. For the sitcom episodes, because those were comedies with some weird superhero drama thrown in. This one felt really short because it was a drama. And super rushed. Mm-hmm. Super rushed. Like, I would have been fine watching an hour-long episode yeah. about Monica and... and, and um, oh, yeah. Like and the, what's her name? These characters were Darcy and Darcy. Monica. And Wu. I really like um, Detective Wu. Yeah, I He's fun. Um, and I, I liked him in Ant-Man. He was a lot of fun there, too. Agent Wu. Agent Wu. Right. Yeah, detective. Uh, FBI uses uh, agents. But, like, I, I think that those characters could have stood up for an hour. I think this is Disney saying this is this programming is... Th- this channel is for kids, so kids can only watch this for an hour. And, like, no, most of your fans are adults. Yeah, because this is kind of following up The Mandalorian, mm-hmm. which has really sporadic run times. Yeah. Um, most of them around a half hour. None of them really reaching, like, HBO Netflix length. Like, one... I think one in both seasons of The Mandalorian did reach. No, not that... Like, it okay. reached, like, 40-some minutes, okay. not, like... An hour yeah. long, not Game of Thrones style length. So yeah, like this, it, it's not when when you do get into the superhero stuff, half an hour half an hour time is not a good time. Yeah, because like you know, getting up early Friday morning, mm-hmm. getting in front of it, and torturing oh, ourselves for you guys while James wakes up oh, about this time anyway. So opening opening up Disney Plus and seeing 36, 34 minutes, I think I just immediately felt defeated. Yeah. Before I even watched the episode. Well, yeah, because you know this one isn't a comedy; it doesn't have the jokes to kind of carry it. And and similarly, hour long comedies aren't good. Like, it, like they no. can be good, but it's. I tried to get into Ugly Betty, like, and then I learned I only got five episodes in, and I'm like, it seems like I got a whole season into it, and there's like 26 episodes. Well, yeah, because one. dramedy is a they were they were experimenting with dramedies for mm-hmm. a long time. Uh, for a, a bit there in the mid aughts, mm-hmm. uh, which were basically hour long comedies with some heartfelt yeah. emotion. Um, 
Or and then they realized, like, okay, yeah. yeah, we need to stick to a half hour when it comes to comedies. Like even when it is like more dramatic comedies, you do need that half. You do need the half hour because like an hour long. Sorry about my mouth. I was having a drink. <laughs> an hour long of just the same jokes because each episode in a comedy has a joke format and usually kind of ties back to that joke format. Um, an hour long of that gets a bit much when. It was the uh, Wanda's reality, uh, Wanda's uh, b- 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 the um, the show, the mm-hmm. show and the show, the sitcom, the WandaVision sitcom f- yeah. episodes. Those didn't feel uh, rushed. Rushed. Those no. didn't feel like they were half an hour. Half Whereas an hour. this episode did feel like okay, we got to get Darcy, we got to get Monica, we got to get. Um, and then it ended. And then it ended. Woo. And then it ended, and it's just like okay, that's it. Yeah, like because like it it felt very rushed going through it. Mm-hmm. And it it almost felt like a filler episode to say like there are people outside of oh yeah the dome. it definitely felt like a filler episode um and then you know the the but so I I completely agree with that I feel like when you're getting into the drama t- and all they had to do was add ten minutes because mm-hmm. then you're getting yep. into the forty five yeah, minute territory minutes episode, yeah um but like when you I I don't think they're going to go into the forty minute territory because you see, can you can you see my eye roll can you see my eye rolls guys let me know i can't see my eyes when i roll them i don't know if like apparently um falcon and the winter soldier is an hour um and so maybe they're just but it's also less episodes so maybe they're doing the half hour because it's nine episodes instead of six maybe um but i do have to say though on the positive side of this episode that opening was bonkers yeah with monica and this and they're calling it the blip and it, fans have called it the snap it, it, it's not grogu it's baby yoda guys like and i <laughs> like well they, the people in the real world don't know it was a snap i guess not but like in the real not. world <laughs> i guess not but like um yeah and it really kind of is indicating that even that the snap across the universe, it didn't really not traumatize anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and kind of like establishing that is not because Stanley, he, he's a, he was a very cute writer. Uh, and that's kind of the thing is like, he wrote cute things and then he got heavy at some points and it was like, it, it hit you like a ton of bricks, but like mm-hmm. the whole infinity war thing, it's like Thanos snapping away half the life in the universe. Like that should have had more implications than it did. And that's kind of in like, the comics. Yeah, in the comics. Yeah, and that's kind of a staple of a lot of what Stanley writes. Is like that seems like it should have a lot more impact than you narrated. And that's like, something that I'm, I really like about what the MCU has mm-hmm. been doing with it. Is it's it's with that with Spider Man. Yeah, it's showing that yeah shit happened it didn't, after this. It didn't just go back to normal. Like and even the you know the much maligned um, group therapy mm-hmm. scene in yeah. Endgame, like showing that people are not processing this perfectly yeah yeah well how can you that's like it, it, it's a cosmic event and like you know like in marvel comics like you're dealing with cosmic characters and then the movie seemed to be saying like not everyone is a fantastic four who can process that this stuff is no- that can't this stuff can be normal yeah not everyone's captain yeah. america who's like well i was frozen for 70 years so yeah, this is yeah. just a tuesday mm-hmm um, and also kind of going into the whole like trauma of Tony Stark, and this is kind of ties back into my theory that millennials, as far as we're interested in art forms, we love investigating trauma. Mm-hmm. That seems to be our thing. Um, we really do. I've watched so many videos recently. There are so many videos online mm-hmm. specifically talking about Wanda's trauma. Mm-hmm. 
Like, just her specifically. And there's going to be one more. <laughs> um, well, half of it will be talking about Wanda's drama. Her kids are traumatic. Like. <laughs> and honestly, I think that's a big reason. And this might be something that I write into your po- into your video. Um, my disconnect with Billy and Teddy is they are so not traumatized. Yeah. And they should be. Well, even Teddy. Like, it's like, yeah, I watched my mom burn to death in my arms, and that was great, okay. Save it for the video. I, for, any, for anyone watching slash listening who is unaware, uh, my next video is going to be, it's called Power Couple, and it's going oh. to explore the Billy Teddy thing and how the Scarlet Witch plays into that. And, and the reason I'm okay with talking about, on the, about this on the podcast is because, like, you know, this is, we, these podcasts don't get as good views as your videos. I don't know. The last one got better views than the last couple of videos, <laughs> like the Wandavision one. Like I'm. Oh, okay. Well, I guess these are also topical. So, like people watching yeah. your videos, this could count as like a pretty good prelude to the video. Then. Yeah, we're hoping to get it out by February. February fourteenth. Yeah. Valentine's so there's another Day. two episodes mm-hmm. of Wandavision before then. Yeah. Um. And, and you know, like Power Couples does also talk about Billy and Teddy, but also like plays into Vision and the Scarlet Witch. Anyway, anyway. We'll... Don't you give the whole video away? Yeah. Okay. Fine. I just like talking about that, but whatever. But um, <laughs> yeah, the opening I found <laughs> re- it was the first. Obviously, you know, the first three episodes they're supposed to feel like sitcoms, mm-hmm. and the opening was like, oh, this is the MCU. Mm-hmm. Like it, it lifted it fifty feet into the air yeah. and was like, okay, this was... is cinema. Yeah. Um, and. Then like you, you you get lot you got in the episode you got a lot of comedy with Darcy mm-hmm. and Wu and yeah and stuff like that. And I'm a so lot glad they brought Darcy. Darcy. I'm so glad they brought Darcy back because yeah. she was such an underused character from Thor Ragnarok, and I can't believe Joss Whedon was like no, she wasn't in Thor Ragnarok, right? The Dark first World. two Thor movies, yeah. Like, and I'm so sad that like in Age of Ultron, Joss Whedon's like, I need one of the cosmic people from Thor. I'll get the boring man that completely was ineffectual. Yeah. <laughs> like, um. But, you know, I, I, I liked seeing the, that it's the whole revelation of, you know, it's this bubble, it's a TV show, it's yeah. sending out these waves, but it's cosmic waves. That's something mm-hmm. that Darcy mentioned, is that it yeah. is cosmic energy yeah. intertwined with with stuff. Wanda is not a cosmic no. entity. Okay, so you're flipping on this. like I'm, I'm not flipping. I think Wanda is, like, okay, so... Basically, if you haven't watched the episode, what the fuck are you watching this for? Yeah. Um, it's but, out now. Like, you know, Disney Plus is fairly cheap. Torrented if you have to. Like, Yeah. <laughs> uh, illegal activity eat, promoted on a podcast. Eat, eat the rich. Eat the rich. <laughs> Bought stock yesterday. <laughs> um, but anyway. You're adulting out of spite. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, but basically what happens is the episode is a breakdown of what has been going on in the real world Mm -hmm. since the, quote, sitcom started. And so Darcy, because she's Darcy, figures out that these are cosmic radiation waves and within them is a television Mm -hmm. signal. And she gets an old CRT TV and she starts watching WandaVision. And she gets very invested in WandaVision. (laughs) I like that. Which I'm like, feel you, girl. (laughs) Um and they're, they start breaking down like, oh, my God, the, the cast is actual people who have gone mm-hmm. missing. Except for Agnes. Yeah. Agnes is not a missing person. No. Um, she, mm, mm, Agnes is, Agnes is not there by Wanda's decree. I wish. I think everyone else is. 
I think Wanda is controlling this I... world. Okay, I'll, I'll do my theory, then you do yours. Mm. I think Wanda's controlling this television world she's in, obviously by the ending with Vision being actually the corpse that she's reanimated. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Rebuilding the walls and all that stuff, booting Monica out, um, you know, cutting out sections of the episodes kind of thing. Like, and it was all the parts of the episode that got episodes that weren't sitcom got cut out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I found that really interesting. But I think she is controlling this world. I think she has control over it. But the world is being fed by something else. Because she has been given this power by something else. Because Wanda has never been a cosmic entity. Mm-hmm. Until... But now there's cosmic power. Which is like, okay... That is beyond Wanda's stuff. Wanda is magic. She is chaos energy. She is not a cosmic power. Yeah, in, in Marvel Comics, there is a distinction between mutant powers, magic powers, and cosmic powers. Uh, cosmic powers Wanda are... has two of the three. Yeah. <laughs> Depending upon the writer. <laughs> Depending on the decade, depending on whether uh, Marvel we'll get into that in the video. Depending on whether Marvel has a positive relationship with Fox Pictures. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, cosmic powers. That's your Fantastic Four. That's Silver Surfer. It's Galactus. That's Galactus. That's Captain Marvel. Immortus. Immortus. Because um, I'm kind of thinking cosmic is interdimensional, like Doctor Strange kind of stuff. When as it comes well. to Immortus, that's Kang the Conqueror. The same character in person just yeah. at a different point in their existence and that is usually more technology okay like time travel like you know you, you do get into interdimensional stuff with immortus because he exists in the void or has existed oh god i miss immortus I need to bring him back he was such a cool character um he'd pop up every now and then and it's like oh my god you're a hero or a villain this time he's like i am really not either um <laughs> your magic characters are you know obviously dr strange agatha um Marvel has a shockingly limited cast of magical characters in spite of, like, you know, their magical characters are usually overpowered compared to DC, that is. Uh, DC well, yeah, has there's a very... Agatha, Doctor Strange, yeah. Wiccan, and magic. Yeah. Um, they're, like, you get Damien Hellstrom, Satana, like, you know, like, smaller characters people generally don't know about, but they're there. Um, and they are usually more overpowered than technology, mutants, or cosmic characters. Um, and I guess it's a quality versus quantity thing compared to DC, who has a lot of magic characters. Yeah. Um, I, I love how the... What's his name? Nor- it's the Doctor Strange character in the DC universe. What's his name? Doctor Fate? Doctor Fate, that's it. Um, and he's he, uh, he, had an, he had an analogy character in Marvel, and Doctor Strange just wiped the floor with him. Because... Uh, and, like, you know, you look at it, and it's like, you know, you get this character in, D- in DC who he doesn't really have innate magical powers. He has some, depending on the writer in decade. But his, his, mostly his thing is basically hoarding magical objects. Mm-hmm. Um, and Doctor oh, and also, also Brother Voodoo. Oh, yeah. I'm just going through oh, my, my God. Jericho Drum. Yeah. Um, he was Sorcerer Supreme for a while. Um, he was never really in the Avengers, and that's why he didn't really cross my mind. But what I'm, th- what I'm kind of getting yeah, at is that... Um, I do think Wanda is controlling what's going on in this world because it's her, it's her, it's her house of M. Um, but something else is, I think Wanda is controlling the house of M. 
but I think something else might be convincing her to do it. Maybe. Um, here's my take on As it. a sort of, we will give you everything you want. All you have to do is this. Here's my take on this. Or they might be doing it and convincing her that, you know, you're just going to be happy, but they're actually planning, you know, on taking the babies and stuff like that. I'll let you go now. Okay, thank you. Um, big question mark is Quicksilver. If Wanda's creating this world, if she can resurrect the victim, why isn't Pietro there? That, that That's my big question mark. And like, the, until we know about that, and if he was there, I'd say, yeah, she is recreating this world. Second big thing is the fact that she has taken real people and forcing them to do stuff. And Wanda did not do that. Mm-hmm. Um, in House of M, she... Gave everyone their yeah, happiest their wish. their perfect yeah. world. It's just the people who didn't get their perfect world were people who had no connection to Wanda, and she saw that as a problem. Wanda going into this completely unrelated community um, and just bewitching everybody is com- so far out of character for her. Um that I, I don't believe that she would do that. I think that if she it did make a deal with the devil, so to speak, then she is unaware that these people are being used against their will. Yeah, like they, even the the, uh, the FBI and S.W.O.R.D. Mm-hmm. and everything, they're referring to them as the cast, mm-hmm. which le- led, leads more credence to the Master Pandemonium theory. Furthermore, I, whether Wanda or not has control or not, she's not making the cuts. Why is she broadcasting this? Why is she choosing to broadcast this? Someone is... Yeah, like, why is there a television signal? Mm-hmm. Because there's a producer behind it. Yeah. I I don't think... If, if she is in control of this world, if she does know what's going on, which I'm not convinced that she might even know what's going on with herself. Because Vision, Vision also approached her and was like, you know, we can go anywhere you want. We can, we don't have to go here. Yeah, and she's like, no, this is, this is our home, which yeah. is kind of like... This is the only place you've Furthermore, been given. Why would she make a cast of people to convince her to make babies? Well, the people. Well, yeah. Um, like, and she, I think that's why you know in the third episode, Agnes was kind of like Geraldine's not supposed to be here yeah. because I feel like Agnes's whole thing has been you know keeping Wanda under control. Yeah. Um, like, I also noticed something in this episode that wasn't in the last episode, and this might be a sitcom thing, but. Furthermore, like I, we saw in this episode that when Wanda is standing out and says no to the beekeeper. It's different. Um, it was different. It was different the way she said no. It was different. And she was pregnant when she said no. Whereas in the second episode, she was not pregnant when she said no. It huh. wasn't until after she got inside. Huh. Furthermore, I want to know what that, that guy's name is. Franklin? I want to know about him. I feel like that's a name drop that they wouldn't have put in there. Because Franklin is an important name in Marvel. Yeah. Like Franklin Richards. That's the world's most powerful mutant. Sometimes, apparently now, isn't a mutant because Marvel likes to not have any idea what their iconography is, what mutants (laughs) are, what they signify, or what's going on, or what a minority community even is. (laughs) But as we mentioned before in, I think, the last episode... um... Master Pandemonium was a, a stuntman originally. No, he was a producer, a big-time Hollywood producer. Okay. It was Simon Williams that was a stuntman. Right, right, right. Um, oh, we'll get into that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he was a Hollywood producer. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So if he is producing this sitcom for Wanda's happy life, mm-hmm. to get her to have the babies so that he can snatch them away, mm-hmm. um, that would make more, that would make a lot of sense. Because he's giving her the power, you know, kind of directorial power, but she's the director of Westview, but she's not the producer. Mm. Okay. Another, okay. There Like she answers to someone. And at some point I feel like the person she answers to is going to be a threat and sword is going to feel like a threat. Both of them are going to try and take her perfect world away. And obviously it's got to happen. Um, I, I think that WandaVision needs to end with her having memory loss so she can be a hero for a bit longer. Because the big thing about Wanda's break wasn't that she had so much trauma. The thing about her break was that she had so much trauma that her closest friends and allies hid from her. Mm-hmm. And they just let her believe... They, they were okay with the memory wipe thing. And But right after WandaVision, we get two Doctor Strange and Spider-Man 3 that are multiverse movies. So Wanda never really had that much interaction with the multiverse yeah. in the comics. Like she is a nexus point, which in the comics is vaguely described as on occasionally described as the kind of centerfold for all of a certain kind of magic in the, in the world. And other times a nexus point means it's a character that exists in across all multiple universes. Uh, which has kind of been a sub-explanation for her power. Like, you know, when she's using her power, when you see in the comics, her visual effect is kind of circles around her hands. Yeah. And the kind of explanation for that is that those are breaches or Mandela effects between different realities that are, she's kind of swapping through. Yeah. And she can't really control which one she's, which one is being swapped out. And that's why she, her powers are so dangerous and why she has such a control, um, such a resistance to use her power Mm -hmm. because she can't control it. Um, at least not easily. Yeah. And um, and that's why, like, there have been people like Agatha Harkness who have been, like, teaching her how to control yeah. her power. And the other thing that is still very, very up in the air, Evan Peters is in this show. Yeah. And he hasn't been here mm-hmm. yet. He has not been mentioned yet. So there is a character, likely in the Westview sitcom, in the WandaVision sitcom, that involved in that that we have not yet seen, and we're four episodes in. Yeah, I've got two more kind of little theories. The first is, when we saw her give birth, we, and I realized in this in this episode, Geraldine, or uh, Monica Rambo, Rambo, picks up the baby, and it she takes it up from behind the couch. We never have an indication that it really came out of Wanda. Because we know how the sitcom format likes to trick you into believing something is true. And tricky. the baby was perfectly clean. And the baby was perfectly clean. It was a very sitcom birth. So like it was you know, Tommy, blonde hair. Yeah, I paid attention to that. <laughs> <laughs> so like, is this a matter of someone kind of playing, like doing a kind of um, bait and switch? Mm-hmm. Someone who is controlling this. Like I think that if Wanda is there her capacity in this isn't as a director it's as someone who doesn't realize they're being manipulated mm-hmm. um and obviously i think we'll figure out more as th- as time goes on like yeah I, but i don't but that she's she's doing things that she thinks she has control over but I, it's really day, i think agnes knows more about what's going on than she does oh absolutely mm-hmm. i think agnes is like um the the sort of 
directorial executive producer kind of role yeah but i don't because she's not she's not missing which means that she is not a person because if she was a person in the real world she would have been reported as missing Mm -hmm. um or she would have been uh one of the residents of westview yeah but it seems like but westview didn't exist they said that in the episode there is no westview the sign is there. I know, but the cop said there is no Westview. I know, but th- I thought I read that as they don't remember it. Their memories have been wiped. Yeah. Um, and that's how I read it. And they kind of have been dissuaded away from thinking about this place. Because, uh, you know, they say Westview doesn't exist and there's a sign right beside them. Yeah. So that I read it as, you know, like memory loss or kind of... Um, See, I kind of read it as Westview... You're probably right that their memories have been wiped because, like, the look on Wu's face when he said, oh, I'm from Eastview, mm-hmm. was kind of like... Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think people who have an emotional connection to it just don't remember it. Yeah. Um, and the people on the inside um, are trapped there. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, why did... Another question I have is, why did Wanda go to Westview? Yeah. Like, what was it about this place? Like... Um, uh, perfect the, small town. Yeah, but uh, nobody likes small towns. <laughs> well, but, but I mean, Wanda's always wanted that suburban happy mm-hmm. family. But like, she wanted suburban. She didn't necessarily want small town. And I, I, I it, we'll figure out more about why Westview later on. I feel as if this is significant. Um, another theory I have is that, and this one probably won't get thrown on, around as much, is that this could tie into uh, Secret War. Secret. This is a cosmic power, right? This secret invasion. Secret invasion. Uh, right, yeah, Secret War is a different event because Marvel loves thinking creative names uh, for the crossover events. Secret Wars happened two or three times now. Oh, my God. Yes, and so has Civil War, and Secret Invasion has not happened. Civil War has been twice, I think. Oh, gosh, excuse me. Yeah. Um, secret War has happened three times. But, yeah, we know we, that, we know that we're building up to Secret War. Mm-hmm. Um, secret Invasion. Secret invading. And like the thing about uh, when Wanda did snap uh, in the comics, when Wanda did do House of M, uh, we, when Secret Invasion happened in the comics, we got a kind of Secret Invasion line where we went back in time and kind of saw the Skrulls' Secret Invasion of humanity as it progressed over time. And we saw the invaders, ha- the invaders kind of take the places and we saw how they functioned. And this kind of stretched between before... Uh, House of M, and then until like 2015? No, 2011 or something. So this is when Secret Invasion happened. So. I don't have the encyclopedic comic knowledge. <laughs> so, a big thing about uh, Secret Invasion and the Skrulls is that they had plans to take down all the Avengers that they couldn't replace. Yeah. Except Wanda. Wanda scared the shit out of them. Mm. And that was a big point of contention. They're like, we don't know how to fucking deal with this bitch. Yeah. Um, and even even then, like, in before she her powers really went like over the over the top. Like they were like, we don't know how to deal with her. Um, and then Secret Invasion happened, and they're like, and the scrolls who were there now get their perfect lives as the people they were impersonating. So Jessica Drew, the scroll queen, who the scroll queen was Jessica Drew. Yeah. She was now the director. One of the, no, she wasn't the director of Shield. She was in Shield. Wolverine yeah. was the director of Shield, and had his memories back. Um, sorry, this is a comics or weird territory. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to reread all of these before I go into that video. <laughs> and so, I don't think that's necessary to reread those because the Secret Invasion thing. No, no, I haven't read Secret Invasion. So okay, yeah. 
Um, so, like, they were like, when Secret Invasion happened, they were like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. We had no idea she was this powerful. Um, and so, like, I wonder if this is a matter of the Kree. Because uh, the Kree would have the technology to do this. Would they be creating this world to kind of keep Wanda out of the picture? Because she, is der- she, like Captain Marvel, is derived from an Infinity Stone. And that would scare the shit out of them. Yeah. Or, like I said, is that it, are is it the Kree making this universe for Wanda so that she can so she can resurrect the vic- the vision resurrect quote quote unquote so they can have access to the Mind Stone which the Infinity Stones don't exist anymore and they want they see this as an opportunity or to is get it, the Mind Stone is it I, I'm not necessarily on board with the Kree thing but okay. is it the Kree creating this world for Wanda so that she is distracted so that they can do their stuff maybe but I think the Kree- because that we know that we know that the scrolls are on in the earthly mm-hmm. they're on earth yeah um which sets up half of secret invasion and we have mm-hmm. met the kree in captain marvel and we know that the kree can pass for human yeah because like the big thing about uh secret invasion is that it was the scrolls because over the 20 40 years that the scrolls have been around the uh humanity... so maybe evan peters is a kree maybe like humanity and because yeah because the big thing about Secret Invasion was that the Skrulls found a way that they could shapeshift uncompromised without being detected by Reed Richards and yeah. Hank Pym and Tony Stark. Uh, that isn't necessary in this world. The Kree no. pass for people. There. Like, so, you know, you don't need that yeah, explanation. Yeah, because the Kree are pink? Kree are uh, blue. Uh, an older kind of genetic variant of Kree is blue or just pale-skinned. Okay. White-skinned. Um and we've seen that they can pass for human in Captain Marvel. Yeah. Uh, that was Marvel, who they gender swapped, which no one got upset about that. No. Um, I think she has a son. Yeah, we'll get into that. <laughs> we'll get into that. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. Closing thoughts. The director. The acting director of S.W.O.R.D. Mm-hmm. He seems sketchy as fuck to me. Yeah, he does. There he is does. something weird about him, something off about him. He either knows more what's going on or is... Like, literally, the show opens with them saying, like, you got this job because there was no one else. Yeah. And he very willingly sent an agent into the town with just, uh, eh, Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> like a very flippant hunch. Like And the other thing, the other thing. Um like they they pointed out like when they were watching Wanda on TV. Mm-hmm. Why they they asked like why did you colorize the mm-hmm. the helicopter? Yeah. It's like didn't. Why would Wanda colorize the helicopter? Yeah, why would she? She seemed very surprised to see it. Yeah, and very off-put. Yeah, if and she... kind of terrified when when Agnes popped up. Mm-hmm. So it's like like the colorized helicopter is like well, that doesn't seem to be. Yeah, and like also she wouldn't have any need to kind of change the visual aesthetic to fit the theme more. Yeah, and like, why is every, you know, quote-unquote episode, but we, we saw footage that wasn't in episodes, so there's mm-hmm. episodes we don't have, which, Marvel, hello. Um, <laughs> um, 
Like, I, I would watch 20 episode just yeah, one division I, I, sitcom. I can binge this. I can binge this. Uh, but I mean, like, just a, a, the sitcom part of it. Just, like, I could watch it. They're oh, fu- yeah. They're funny. Yeah. They have such good chemistry. Um, I saw someone make a Twitter post being, like, the comedy in WandaVision isn't strong enough to uphold its sitcom format. I saw that, too. And it's and like, like, have you watched a 50 sitcom? It yeah. is. They are nailing it. Yeah. Like, and furthermore, like, I feel as if this is an instance where you need to declare your uh, sitcom tastes. Yeah. Like, before you make that clear. Because I laughed my ass off in the first in the first three episodes. These, I've watched the third episode three times. Mm-hmm. I laugh my ass off every time. When yeah. she's giving birth and when, the like, she's like does the karate pose, mm-hmm. for some reason, that just kicks me right in my giggle dick and I cannot that, that, stop. That karate pose was such a 70s move. Yeah. Like, such a... in like... They, 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 like it, and the other thing, the other thing... And, like, I'd like... like is just... that we know that... We get an 80s sitcom, a 90s mm-hmm. sitcom, and a modern sitcom. So we know there's more that has to happen in mm-hmm. here. And if Wanda's just the bad guy throughout all of that, well, yeah, that's why do you care when she's trying to protect her home? That's what I said about that. Like, we've got, apparently she's been outed as the villain. And we've got another five episodes to get through. Yeah. Like, that's too much. If Wanda is the villain, that's too early for a reveal. Yeah. Um, like I'm expecting the next episode to be the '80s one, the Full mm-hmm. House sitcom, yeah, and then the Roseanne sitcom for the '90s, mm-hmm. and then the modern sitcom where Halloween happens, and then the last two episodes are going to be where the shit hits the fan, and we mm-hmm. find out what's really going on, who's really behind yeah, all this. So I I don't really know who's behind this because, like I said, I have a few theories bouncing in my head, like the Master Pandemonium. Maybe Evan Peters is Mephisto. Uh, maybe it is kind of a prelude to Secret Invasion. Uh, my theories is because that... Because if it was a prelude to Secret Invasion, that is also setting up Teddy. Yeah, because my, my, enco- my outcome for the series is going to be that Wanda isn't the villain. She's just as much as a, of a puppet as everyone else in the series. Whether she's more aware of what's going on or whether she somehow does have more agency, like she isn't quite... And she seems very suspicious of this world also, but trying not to be. She seems off-put sometimes, but I mean, at the end of this episode, she's quite happy. To I think stay it's there, mostly it that she's constantly afraid that this is going to fall apart, mm. and someone who's in full control wouldn't feel that way. But like, it seems she is very afraid that this is all going to go away. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think that Wanda, it is going to go away because she isn't in control and whatever deal she's made, if she's even made a deal consciously, like that's something that she isn't completely confident in. So you think, as of now anyway, Mm -hmm. that by the end of the series, Wanda will be working with the good guys to stop the big bad? Uh, no. I think that she's going to defend her home from whatever forces because... Like she's kind of making it clear that this she's here to stay. Like this is her this is her thing. And I, there's nothing that Shield or or I mean Sword has that can counter her. Nothing that we know of. Like we well, I mean, we unless they've got a Thanos level power, maybe. Um, my theory is that she's going to come away with this with some kind of amnesia. Like this is going to be a traumatic event, and either Agnes is going to take away our memories or kind of do a memory wipe. Um, I really hope by the end of the series we see, like, old woman Agnes. I I think she is going to be old, and in this fantasy world, she is younger, so she blends in a bit more. Yeah. Um, Because you never saw old, old, old people on sitcoms except for Bewitched. 
Yeah. Um, I think one's going to come with amnesia. I am undecided whether Vision is going to, sur- quote, survive this, whether th- she's going to get resurrected. Because Wanda has the ability to resurrect people she kills. She can do that. She didn't kill him, though. Right. I guess so. Thanos did. But also Vision's such an interesting character. Like, I, I think Oh, that... I'd hate to see Paul Bettany just kind of draw. Yeah, I think that... But I think that she's going to have Vision resurrected. Or Vision's going to come back because he's a, he's a robot and she could reconstruct him or whatever without the mind Synthesoid. stone. Fuck off. <laughs> but I think he's going to be Grey Vision. He's not going to have the memories or emotional connection. He's going to be kind of like just the blank slate robot. I think maybe it's going to get created without the mind stone because the mind stone technically doesn't exist anymore. And so that's his personality gone. Mm-hmm. I think that... Maybe Darcy can do that. Maybe. I, I I still think that whoever is behind this is using the vision. I don't. I think I don't think they're using the vision. I think they're using Wanda. I mean, like, I, I still I'm gonna hold on to my thing, but I think that why not both kind of thing. Because I think with the revelation at the end of this episode where vision is kind of a walking corpse i think that was just a a trauma flashback i meant to mention that i think that that wasn't was Hmm. vision just walking around i think that wanda just had a flashback see i kind of saw it as he is a corpse and she is animating him i oh okay i didn't get that because i'm like they would have taken the corpse he would have been locked away in a bunker where he's being studied as a robot and stuff like and it may you may be right because she when like when she blew monica through the walls Mm -hmm. she fixed the walls but she didn't fix vision she yeah. just kind of looked at him and looked away. So yeah, maybe it's like it. Maybe it was a trauma flashback mm-hmm. because they, you know, the the she just the mention of Ultron yeah. moments before, and then she looks up and she's like, "Oh my god!" Because the mention of Ultron is like, "My brother is dead." Yeah. Oh my god, my husband is dead. No, mm-hmm. he's not. Okay, huh? Let's sit on the couch with our babies. But Vision looks so suspicious in that final shot on the yeah. couch. Okay, I wasn't paying attention to him, so I wasn't looking at him. Um. I'm interested to see where this is going, basically. Like, where these characters' feelings are going. Like, who's in control of what. How much they're aware of. Um, Because one thing I don't like, and if they do this, is Wanda's creating this world and forcing unrelated people into it. Yeah. That that is not a Wanda move. That's the thing that... I don't think Wanda would create a television series for herself. That's the thing. That's what seems kind of out of character. and, And this is the thing. If she is kind of forcing these people to play these roles against their will... That that that's kind of like okay, you're not a hero at that point. You can't be someone you're rooting for because you are controlling these people to do stuff. I think that if this is something that she has a participant role in, she isn't aware that these people are being forced to do this. Absolutely, like I think she. In fact, if, if she was like, oh, I'm controlling these people, she wouldn't have the her the Vision's boss wouldn't have been berating her in the first episode in fact i i think that these people are even aware they're being controlled like herb some of them do seem to be oh, like it's herb like herb like the boss like the boss's wife who's saying like stop it um yeah and the pretty blonde lady who's like you know wanda's like oh, we're not here to hurt you and she's like i don't believe you like it's like they seem they have these moments of lucidity where they break through and wanda doesn't seem to be controlling them yeah because if it was wanda her... also doesn't seem to expect them to be breaking out of this role like she seemed genuinely surprised when what's her face said what like broke out of character like which what's her face uh the blonde one 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, so, like... When she cut her hand, yeah. Yeah, like... So, like, Wanda doesn't... I, I don't think she realizes she's in a sitcom. Because mm. uh, also she didn't question why she's pregnant so fast. It just kind of happened. Like, I don't think Wanda's aware that this is being broadcast. I don't think Wanda's... Or is she just putting it on to keep Vision happy? She doesn't really put it on when Vision's not there, though. That's true. Yeah. When she's just by herself, she yeah. is perfectly happy... She takes the world for very for granted. Yeah. In ways that the cast does not. Yeah. Like I don't so I don't think she's aware that this is a sitcom. I the world the mechanics of this world she's taken for granted. Um and like this is a really weird area of like I I, I really want to see like if this is mind control, to what extent is Wanda aware, to what extent is the vision aware, to what extent is the vision alive. Yeah. I my current theory is that Master Pandemonium is producing this. He has kidnapped the people. He has told them, kind of said, like, this is your role, magically, mm -hmm. and put them in it. And sometimes he's weakened because Master Pandemonium's kind of a bitch. Mm -hmm. um, and he's really, he's working, you know, he's the director working for a producer kind of thing. You mm -hmm. know, he's produced literally the devil. <laughs> um, so that's where my kind of theory is at right now. Uh, I'd say that he's the producer and Agnes is the director. Like, okay, she, well, seem, she seems to be keeping... Agnes, Mephisto's the CEO, then. <laughs> Agnes is the one keeping everyone in line. Because, you know, like, when Agnes and Herb were talking, it's like, you know, Herb is going to, like, oh, want be Monica's here because she's... Or, like, Wanda's here because she's... And Agnes is like, no, don't say it. So I think, Yeah, like, yeah, Agnes was like, no, no, stay in line. Yeah, people... And she was terrified. Yeah, that, like, like he's going to say something. Mm -hmm. like, so, like, I think everyone in this world is aware that they're not supposed to be there, that this is a script... And I, I think and Agnes is the only one who knows. I think everyone's aware that there... I, I think everyone's aware that there are consequences for them breaking script. Yeah. Um, I, I think people... I, and, and the more I say, think about this, like I think everyone else is more aware about what's going on in this world than Wanda. It kind of seems that way. Yeah. That they're all putting on the ruse to make her happy. Mm-hmm. But is, are they doing it because they're scared of her? Are they scared of her or are they scared of Master Pandemonium? Because we saw what she did to Geraldine when Geraldine broke the script. Yeah, she did. Boom. Like, mm -hmm. well, she kicked her out. Yeah. And, I mean... Like, and, and this is the big question I have. To what extent does Wanda have power over this world? Yeah. Because she did not turn the um, rotation thing on the cradle... Butterflies. Right, right. She yeah, yeah, didn't yeah. do the butterflies. Well, that was Billy. I'm I'm completely convinced that was Billy from the womb. Okay, maybe. Gay butterflies, Billy from the womb. Maybe. But, like, we don't know to the extent that she has control over this universe. Yeah. Um, and whether it was Billy or not, like, uh, it, it seems like, like, my theory is that the kids, um, either they were put there by the producer, Master Pandemonium, Mephisto, whatever, or they're causing a mass, or, like, and I think it was deliberate. I think that there is some kind of power that needs to get absorbed. Maybe they're trying to create living Infinity Stones. Maybe. Because um, that was my theory about Quicksilver Maybe and Maybe by Wanda giving birth, she is kind of siphoning off her power a little bit mm -hmm. into the children, which can then be you know, turned into infinity stones or mm -hmm. created, uh, turned into power for Master Pandemonium, Mephisto, whoever it might be. Um, yeah. 
Because I so, don't think Wanda is the big bad. No, no, that's a, that's a misdirect, and I'm absolutely sure about that. Yeah, they wouldn't say Wanda's the big bad in episode mm-hmm. four. Yeah. Um, My question is, like, to what extent does she control and is aware of what this universe is? Yeah, like, how much control does she have, and who is controlling her? Yeah. And I think we can end it there, mm-hmm. because... That's the big question. Yeah. Like... How much control does she have, and who is controlling her? Yeah, but I don't want to see anybody talking about how Wanda's the villain and oh my god it's too soon for that like she needs to have some serious retrograde amnesia before. and I mean even in the comics Avengers Disassembled House of mm-hmm. M she's not the villain no like um, in House of M she's being controlled by Quicksilver in Avengers Disassembled yeah she's you know killing some people she's confronting her friends and allies who have been ostensibly lying to her for years and basically assuring that she was she didn't. She had as least a few as was as miserable as possible. And we're gonna get into more detail in that with the video on Valentine's Day. Yeah, we are. Um, but so, thank you so much for watching the Wanda Cast, as I'm calling it now. The Wanda Cast. Um, I got confused. And I'm like, oh, the cast of the place. No, it's the Wanda Cast. Yeah, like casting a spell. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant like cast as in like the cast of characters. Well, it's podcast, but yeah. Wanda Cast. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. So. Thank you guys for listening. Check out my Patreon. I'm, I'm not going to be subtle about that anymore. Check out my Patreon. And, uh, yeah. I wish I could can. have a Patreon, but it doesn't seem to be a, very, a whole lot of mediums for writers doing freelance stuff. I can get, get an OnlyFans. I told you to get an OnlyFans. <laughs> Thank you so much for watching and or listening. Uh, this is going to be a weekly thing because even though it was only a 34-minute 30, episode... We got 46 minutes out of, co- of conversation oh, out of it. longer. I think I'm just really tired because... Because um, it's, like, really early. Yeah, um, I didn't sleep all last night. But, uh, yeah, thank you so much for listening. My name is James. He's Nick. Yeah, I'm Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back again next week with WandaCast Episode 3. Um, Podcast Episode... At Podcast Episode 9 for WandaVision Episode 5. <laughs>